If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where two bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time and then talk about them. My name is General Zod Condor and I'm joined oh. by a Mr. Uh, Superman himself. Mr. Ben. S- son of son of Krypton, sworn enemy of General Zod. You twat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, how are you? You alright? We're both wearing yeah, caps today. We are both wearing caps. It'd be good if we were wearing horror hangout themed caps. I feel like that would be a yeah. We should do that. That's the ne- maybe that's the next step. Have so you also a- got a, a hot water bottle? No, oh, I haven't. I've got a love. I've got a hot coffee in a Chewbacca mug. That's pretty much the same. Which is nice. I'm not very good at the Chewbacca noise though. How about you? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's I'm feeling. That's a bit, I'm feeling a bit throaty and a bit <laughs> tight, tight chested. So I don't think I could do it anyway. Yeah. That was a no noble effort though. It wasn't. My, my, my part wasn't. Yours is better. I've got some beer, uh, some Christmas beer left over, so oh, I'm drinking yeah. some That's a good o- idea. Oxford Gold. <coughs> oh, lovely. Is that an ale? It is. It's a, uh, a zesty, I don't know what it is, craft brewed with a zesty aroma and a fruity flavour. It's a blonde ale, I think. Drafty. Blonde ale. Is that a truth? Is that the right thing to say? Yeah. It's got notes of beer and... It's got notes of beer and alcohol and uh, toast, biscuit. Pops. It's got a biscuit taste, but yeah, sorry, man. What about you? Uh, <clears throat> what have you been doing? What have you said just uh, just enjoying Christmas and the New Year. I can't remember what we said on the last episode. But I think we said we were going to review one thing or another. I think we even said we we're going to do an episode before Christmas and maybe an episode before the New Year was I mean, out. I think people who listen to this show have learned not to trust when we're going to yeah. put episodes out. Yeah, I think basically take anything we say in the last couple of minutes of the show, just with a pinch of salt, yeah. or just just ignore it completely. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's just, we've been very casual. New Year's resolution, then we should not lie <laughs> to the audience. Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good idea. Don't lie to the audience is a good yeah. New Year's resolution. I think 
<clears throat> we've lacked since we finished the list. We've lacked a little bit of direction, but I think we've got back on track now and worked out what we're going to do. Yeah, we know what we're going to do. We're going to do a different list. It's the IGN's top 100 horror movies of all time. But I think we're just going to gloss over the ones that we kind of already covered in the. It'd be weird. It would be weird to cover the same films again, wouldn't it? (laughs) Yeah, there might be one you might want to do. Like they might, because by the time we get around to the top twenty, that'd be like two years away. So I think like all of the majority of the top twenty is stuff we've already seen. So yeah, yeah. But But there's some interesting choices in there. Like there's uh, a few that I kind of thought should have been in a top list that we're missing from the other one. So it's good to do this as well. And a few and a few films that like in terms of genre you wouldn't necessarily say was horror. But um Yeah, the one we're doing next week. Um The Cell. Is that horror? it's from the year two thousand, which is way further longer ago than I thought it would be. And is it horror? I can't really remember. I've I've like definitely I've definitely seen it, but I don't remember much about it other than yeah. J Lo's in it. Yeah, that's all I remember as well. The important part <laughs> of it. Yeah, so, have you done any other uh, any other horror bits that you want to um, talk about? I don't know if I have done anything else. I did watch The House That Jack Built, which I don't know. I can't remember if I discussed that on... I don't think so. I think, yeah, so I've seen that now. Um, Lars von Troyer, um, Serial Killer, with Matt Dillon. I was going to say Matt Damon when I say Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon is pretty brutal. Yeah, uh, I've heard that. He's got booed off at booed off at cans, right? Allegedly, yeah. I mean, there's some some pretty horrible, brutal bits, but at the same time, it's a bit of a it does take itself quite seriously. But I still yeah. I still enjoy, I still enjoyed it, and there's like the fu- the the ending is great as well. Okay, um, it's a very nice looking film as well. It's very dingy yeah. for the most part, but yeah. but there are some very good cinematography choices, and it's just yeah. And Matt, Matt Dillon is pretty sinister. And you get to see some gruesome shit. It's, it's quite like darkly comic as well. I yeah, I've heard that it's like a black comedy, very black yeah. comedy. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit like, well, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed it, and I think it probably. I don't know if it would have got into my top five horrors as such of the year, yeah. but I think it would yeah. have been. It would have been in and about there. I did. I did a list of my top twenty-five films of the year, like everything. Pretty what, was much. Your, what was your number one again? So I put Black Klansman as my number one. That's um, the one yeah just because that was the one that kind of stuck with me the most afterwards and the yeah. one that I kind of uh, chatted about the most. It was just, it was, I mean, it's a really good film um, and I've never really been the biggest fan of Spike Lee. But yeah, I find I've never it, really delved into him too much. I, but it was, like, it was like funny and just, I just, re- I just really enjoyed it. But yeah, my, my top few included like Black Klansman. Bohemian Rhapsody, I think, was up there just because. The one film that I think would have been up there if I had a chance to watch it was Sorry to Bother You. It just yeah. seems like it would have been my kind of yeah. film. I've got that. I've got that in the top to, in in the top twenty five, number eighteen. Yeah. And then I, I put Spider Man into the Spider Verse pretty high because that was that was pretty spectacular. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah, the the highest <coughs> horror horror film I put in there was Hereditary at number three. So yeah, that's one of my favorite films. I'm gonna get it on Blu-ray. I think that's one <laughs> one for Blu-ray. Yeah. I think it'd be lovely. lovely yeah. To what about you? Any any other C- couple of games? Um, so Soma was the PlayStation Plus free game last month. Yeah. Have you? Do you know much about Soma? It's made by the guys who, who made Amnesia. I've seen I've seen like a trailer and I downloaded it when it was on PlayStation. Okay. Plus. So it's the same. It's a similar sort of gameplay idea to like Resident Evil Seven and Amnesia and Outlast, where it's basically kind of there's a run and hide element to it. Um, 
and it's all first person view and it's got a lot of puzzles and a bit of a walking simulator so you're walking around this sort of um these levels for a lot of the game but it's got the best by far the best story out of any of those games like it's yeah. such a killer cool sci-fi horror idea that's executed that's like note perfectly and the ending so i just sort of brief you into it so you start in the modern day in Canada, and it's a guy who had some sort of car accident at some point, and his head's always, he's always dreaming that his head's bleeding. Um, and then he goes to have a brain scan, some experimental new type of brain scan. And then after the scan, he's suddenly in some deep underground, water, undersea laboratory in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Doesn't know how he got there, and it looks like it's all kind of futuristic, but it looks like it's been aged and left to rot and mildew over like thousands of years or whatever. And he's sort of walking around this place. He starts to stumble across partially built robots that think they're human, and they have no idea that they're not human. Um, and the way and the way the, the way they interact with you, and you have to do sort of you have to do some deep, deep philosophical questions of stuff that you have to do to these robots to progress through the game. And you sort of <clears> have to ask yourself: Are they alive? Are they are they really like alive or not? And then there's a couple of twists throughout the game that were just I don't know, man. It's just a great. Like by the end of it, I remember sitting there thinking that was the like some. It wasn't jump scary at all, but it was the atmosphere was there all the way through, and the horror of the suge- like the Lovecraftian suggested horror, I guess, is like so perfect that um, it's one of my favorite games in a story in a long time. Really good. Cool. Yeah, <clears throat> I will. Uh, I will have to give it a go. I've got it lined up, ready to go. Yeah, I've just kind of I've been Red Dead Redemption in. Oh, okay, last. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For the last sort of like week or so, so yeah, that's pretty cool. And on uh, New Year's Eve the other day, uh, my friend Dieter brought around his VR headset, and we played a bit of Resident Evil Seven through the VR. And the level of detail in the levels of that is so. We were just staring at maggots on these plates, thinking <laughs> that's insane. And then, and then you played the game. <laughs> yeah, it's good, man. It's I can like really immersive. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, I would like, I would like to go back and play it. Um, obviously, we've got Resident Evil 2 coming out in a couple of weeks as well. So, yeah, yeah, well, look forward to it. Three, three weeks or so. so Are you going to yeah. get it on launch? I think I will, yeah. I think this is, I've not been one for getting games on launch recently, but I think yeah. it holds such a special place in my heart. I feel like I need to get it and play it before everyone's, you know, yeah, everyone's, yeah. everyone will be talking about it and I'll be a bit like, oh. Yeah. Oh, I think the other thing we, need, we were going to talk about is the new Black Mirror episode, the yeah. multiple choice meta narrative. One. Hmm. Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Yeah. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I know the film, it struck me as, I mean, there might be minor spoilers talking about this, I guess. Yeah. We won't go into great detail. But I know, I know that by the, by, by the end of it, I realized that it was kind of there to give you like the illusion of choice. It was kind of putting you in the same position as the protagonist, where, yeah. you know, it's giving them the illusion of choice when in fact they're being controlled by something else ironically the viewer ironically netflix but at the same time i kind of felt like some bits of it felt unavoidable and there are other bits that i wanted to sort of know a bit more about that yeah i couldn't get myself like around to i kept like making choices to try and get try and get a certain answer but i kept finding myself having to do the same thing the thing that i didn't necessarily want to do which i know (laughs) i know is kind of the point but at the same time it kind of disappointed me as to what i expected from it okay I figured out what you mean. I've, I've, because it's halfway on, on the way to being a game. And I think mm. at that point, I'd rather just play a game. 
I feel like yeah. you get more agency. <clears throat> well, it's get obviously it's getting t- spoken about as being such a sort of unique and mold breaking mm. um, thing, and but it's like it's been around for so long. In all, hey, all at university, other- which was uh, ten years ago, I did an interactive film as my course. Go, it's like it's the same thing. Ahead. You had, you had choices, ahead. yeah, yeah. Like the exact same thing. It wasn't good, obviously, but uh, well, yeah. So, so for example, part of me kind of just felt. I wanted to just watch that as an episode. Yeah, me without, too. Without any yeah. interaction and just seeing where it went and seeing, because, you know, when someone, when the Black Mirror writers are in control of it, you know that there's going to be some epic ending or interesting twist or something the, like that. I, f- I feel like it kind of <coughs> just fizzled out. Yeah, the, so I had the same time. thing. So because you don't have like someone guiding you on the narrative up and down of a, a proper story arc, I kept yeah. like get end up in these like uh, cul de sacs of story yeah. and thinking, Oh, it just feels like it sort of sucked all the energy out of the actual story now. But it, feel, it feels like you get a bad ending. It feels like you know, like in games, sometimes yeah. when you don't save certain characters. You get a bad ending where it goes, "Oh, yeah. the game's ended," but you kind of did a bit shit, so that's it. I saved Mel when I wanted to save Articon. Like, yeah. Yeah, like the, yeah, the yeah. wrong one. But yeah. um, it's it's good. There was a couple of moments. I really like the scene where they're, they're taking the drugs and like all the visuals and the guy's eyes yeah. eyes are like, dripping out especially, for some reason, especially with uh, Will. Powder. Oh, um, yeah, he was great. Like, really, he was good. great. But also his voice, but also the stuff he was saying. You're like the guy. There's always that guy who ruins the high by talking about <laughs> talking about like government conspiracies and yeah, yeah, all this shit. Um, but yeah, that bit that bit was great. I mean, visually, it was awesome. I think I think like the lead act, lead actor was good because you kind of saw his deterioration uh, yeah. mentally and sort of represented physically as time went on with him being like all sweaty and just like his eyes sort of being a bit vacant. Yeah, they did it probably because um, like when you played like the second time through, it felt like they were carrying on certain elements. So he seemed to be just as <clears> nervous or like worse each time you played it. And then like certain characters would remember like the last time you played it, and they'd mention yeah. stuff. It's good. It's I mean, good. it was good. It was good. It just wasn't great for me. I mean, I think I've definitely been more blown away by other Black Mirror yeah. episodes rather than this. Um, so whether they're going to do this again or they're going to eventually bring out a series which is interactive, who knows? But I'd rather just do normal Black Mirror episodes. So you're saying <laughs> not so less Bandersnatch, more Banda Twat. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Banda Twat. Yeah, I guess so. Because there were certain things that happened and I won't explain exactly what, but there were certain things where I was like, I really wanted to avoid doing them, mm. but it just felt like I kept, it kept looping around and making me do it. And I get that that was probably the point. I understand that. Yeah. But that still doesn't take away the fact that I was a bit disappointed by the whole process, yeah, and the whole the whole experience, and also like watching something and not knowing when it's going to end is a bit of a weird feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird because we were supposed to go out, and I thought we'll just have a quick go on this. I'm sure it would be yeah. like half an hour long or something. I think it was three hours later. It was like finishing yeah. up. Yeah, I think we put it on pretty pretty late, so it was a bit. Like, oh, I'll just watch this before we go to sleep. And then it kind of just like went on forever. It's like, oh, should we stop now and just go to sleep? Oh, yeah, let's yeah. just no, let's just keep going. One of those, yeah, bandit like Beckham, bandit, bandit like Beckham. <laughs> so, exactly. Did you get to the David Beckham scene? Of course you did. Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, that's the best. Um, you press yeah, RT. and I, I guess the only other thing I wanted to discuss. I know you haven't yeah. seen it, mm-hmm. but I thought I'd just mention it. Is the trailer for the new Jordan Peele um, thriller slash horror uh, Us? I think it's a fantastic trailer. I've just decided not to yeah. watch because I'm so confident that it's going to be great. So you don't know anything about like the subject matter of? I know it's got, yeah, I do. To be fair, <laughs> I know it's got Lupita Nyong'o. Is that his name? In it? Yeah. And I know it's about like people, a family being attacked by doppelgangers. 
Yeah. Yeah. Was well, it, yeah, that's, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. But like the trailer is cut in such a way, like it's got to be one of the best horror trailers ever because yeah. it just it's just it's just one of those things where it's just like a completely different vibe for the first like a minute, and like there's a version of of the song I got five on it, um, which is a bit creepy anyway. I've always found that a bit creepy, like dun dun, like the the sort of cor- the chord progression yeah. is is a bit creepy anyway. But it's like a horror remix of that. And it's just, it's just perfect. I feel like okay. I've watched yeah. it. Like, I watched it like three times. I feel like goosebumps each time. So, I think that goes to show. Hope the good. film. Hope the film lives up to it. Then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think now, now I've seen that. If there is another trailer, yeah. perhaps I won't watch it. Yeah. Thank you. I'm oh. not sure when that's even. I'm not sure when it's even out actually. I want to say April, but I might be making it up because I've not even seen the trailer. So how would I do? How would you know? No, exactly. You have, you have just been making it up. Um, We'll we'll find out there. I'll I'll find out. Sorry, um, it is March fifteenth. Okay, sounds about right. That's pretty not, much there. Yeah, yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty I much. I guess it. Yeah. So we're doing. <laughs> yeah. um, so we're going to talk about Bird Box, but yes. Uh, so there's like a whole thing now of like sensory deprivation horror. We had a Quiet Place, mm. Bird Box. There's a film coming out called The Silence at some point. I thought I'd come up with some of my own. I've got. Uh, uh, stop hammer time, which is where the creatures can't see you unless you're completely still or dancing. I've got no. So shoot. they can't they can't see you unless you're completely still or dancing or or dancing. So the one if completely still that's that's a T Rex, but yeah, like yeah. if you're dancing, then you, you can moonwalk away. Can you be like, can, you, can you be doing like really slow <laughs> dancing? I don't know. I've not, I've not worked out the, the finer details. Pretty good. Though. I like it. I like it. It's a good. Got uh, no shoes allowed. When it's like the same, but they attack squeaky sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Don't touch. Uh, I just wanted to do a thing about the T virus, but it's like the touch virus, so people get handsy. Uh, oh. Sour grapes, which is you, you can't taste anything sour because <laughs> if you taste anything sour, you get piles. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like- the last one I just had a name and a tagline. It's called Guff. And it's the tagline is <laughs> the tagline is silent but deadly, but that's, <coughs> that's but with two T's. Inter- in, um, silent but deadly, <laughs> with two T's. I like it. Um, also, yeah. like in a quiet place, what happened yeah. if people did need to guff? This is the sequel. To a quiet this place. is the sequel. Yeah. Just they, everyone they ate guff. beans. Yeah. And also in a quiet place, there's loads of stuff that's like built around there where they're living. Yeah. Like light strings of lights up. I was like, I had done that without whacking in a. Hammer, hammer. No, yeah, no silent. Back in a nail. Cushion. I'm sure we discussed that in the episode of a quiet place. A but foam yeah, no, hammer. No. Yeah, but I mean, so Bird Box. Okay, so Bird Box is was originally written by Josh Mallon and novel. I've read the novel and really enjoyed it. Um, and seeing this now has made me think I really need to be careful about what <coughs> I do first with these things. Will I? Yeah. Am I going to watch the thing or read the book? Because it always colours the other thing, and. I just want to make sure I'm maximizing my entertainment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm, I've not seen the, I've not read the book. You've seen it though. Um, but I've not, I've seen the book. Yeah. I've had a look at the cover and I've gone, that looks all right, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, again, it was another one of those, which I kind of was on the peripherals of my, of my sort of something I probably want, would, would want to read. I don't know if I yeah. will now. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you see, I think you might miss out. Even if people did read the book yeah. now, I think they wouldn't quite enjoy it as much as they would have done. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about this as well is that, like, it's kind of 
become very popular. Like apparently it's like the most streamed yeah. horror or most streamed film like over the course of ever, ever many days. The most popular Netflix horror is spawned like memes and just like loads of internet content, which is just yeah, really. Me, when you think me and Kat have been talking like about it randomly, like when we're walking a dog and we see some leaves blow around. Yeah, we we, we joke that we're going to get bird boxed. Like, yeah, bird box. Like, but it's just like it's there's something about it that has sort of found its way into. It's strange though. Culture. Like I, I, I wasn't. I know we're obviously going to discuss the film, but I wasn't as like blown away by it as, and I don't think the premise is. Like I mean, it's it's a cool premise, but I don't think it's like so out there that it's. No, I don't think it adapts particularly well. No, there's a few. There's, I've got a few a fair few issues with the film. Like, yeah. it's not a perfect film, but like so the reviews pretty much match that. Uh, so Rotten Tomatoes is sixty five percent, IMDb is six point eight out of ten. So you know it's not, not amazing. The, the critic consensus on Rotten Tomatoes is Bird Box never quite reaches its intriguing potential, but strong acting and an effectively chilly mood offer intermittently creepy compensation. And it's like there's a cool, there's a lot of good stuff in it, and I, but I don't think because when you when it describes the monsters in the book, it's completely in your mind, and you just he describes the way things sound mm. and it works so well. But when when you see leaves blowing around and you have this whispering thing of like Mallory. Yeah. Like there's something so cheesy about that that just isn't scary to me. Yeah. Like at yeah, all. I didn't find it particularly scary and no. I kind of half expected there to be some sort of major, major twist yeah. that kind of revealed this external force to be something completely yeah. different. I don't know. I kind of expected that. It was a weird sort of combination of things for me. It reminded me of a combination between, I guess, a quiet place, yes, because of the sensory deprivation thing. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of the happening. Yeah, yeah. Because of the suicidal stuff. Um, it reminded me of it comes at night as well. Not seen that one. Um, obviously, where the threat is kind of unseen. Yeah. Um, and you kind of, you know, it it was it was very similar to that, especially in terms of vibe, in terms of like family, and you know, trying to protect. Locked away in a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. very, very similar. Um, yeah. I didn't expect this film to have as big a cast as it did either. I kind of thought it was it was Sandra Bullock and two children, and that was kind of it. Maybe a few few flashbacks, but you know, yeah. it's quite an extensive cast. A weird cast with like B D Wong from like Jurassic World and uh, and uh, what's his name, Machine Gun Kelly, <laughs> was randomly in it. I don't know who that is. I saw someone mentioning him as if he was heavily, like a... heavily tattooed, skinny, yeah. tall dude, the one who had beef with Eminem recently. Just randomly turns up in it, like oh, okay. for pretty Fair much enough. no reason. Yeah, uh, I did yeah. One, one of the best tweets I saw about this. Though, I don't know if you saw it. It was um, a picture of Sandra Bullock, and somebody had tweeted, "the the lady from the lady from Bird Box looks like Michael Jackson," <laughs> and everyone does. was just going, "Sandra Bullock has not done has not had a career spanning like thirty years or however long to suddenly yeah. just be called the lady from Bird Box." Yeah, I saw that, but she does look a bit like Check Michael Jackson respect. in this one. Like, there's something about. I think they made of too much like powder on her face or something. <laughs> There's something like unnatural about the look. Come of on, then. Let's put some bloody powder on your face. <laughs> but uh, it's good. I mean, okay. So I so the the basic concept is there's these creatures out there, and if you look at them, there's in the book Henry describes them as so not horrific, not like the but the idea of them is so. It just sends you back. It's a little crafting idea of like you can't understand it, you can't contemplate it because there's something yeah. like it's the nature of infinity. If you think about it, you will lose your mind. But in this, they kind of made them out to be 
demon. There's like some mention about being demons or like angels or something. Well, they show, well, they show like your worst fear. They manifest themselves in as your like, worst fear. Boggarts or whatever they call Harry Potter. Uh, is that oh, what called? Okay. Fibbity gibbets or something. I think they're boggarts. But um, <laughs> there's some, I don't know. There's something about. I told Cat, look, you need to see the monsters. Like, you just need to have some sort of snippet of, like, them. Like, you don't have to see all of them. But, like, just not seeing them, just seeing leaves blowing around and having, like, some wind and some whispering just does, I don't know, it just doesn't work. Like, I just feel like it's a missed opportunity. I'll tell you what's a perfect example of seeing something um, and the way it should be revealed. Um, obviously, again, minor spoilers for Bandersnatch. But when a certain thing appeared in Bandersnatch out yeah. of nowhere and just, like, comes at the screen i mean it happened a few times i was literally like shit what is that yeah yeah. if that if that happened a couple of times you know we just saw what some of these characters saw just yeah. a brief a brief but, flash but they do show you the like there's a bit where they show you the drawings this crazy guy has made some drawings yeah and it's like they're all kind of different and they all kind of look like when you're in science and you look across and someone's doodling on the sketch on the exercise book and you think like i don't know they don't look scary to me it looks <laughs> it's just like deviant art, like maybe maybe it's just a sh- maybe it's just a shit artist. This guy, you know, maybe yeah, it's just like deviant. Basically, that's what it is. Yeah, the monster is just various pages of deviant art come to life. Usually, ones which are yeah. like, like weird, sexy stuff. It's weird because you never. I feel like we could do an edit of the film where we sh- we show what they're looking at <laughs> before they yeah. go crazy. Yeah, so yeah. you could just show. Sarah Paulson in the car, and then you cut to a scene of someone on DeviantArt.com. Yeah, <laughs> and then her eyes glaze, and she. Yeah. <laughs> or, or just like those random things, like she's looking and there's Mr. Blobby in the road, and she's like, "Fuck!" Yeah, yeah. Mr. Blobby's pretty scary. Yeah, he's off his he head. Had a, he had a good song there, Mr. Blobby. Oh, oh Mr. Blobby. Debate. Is that right? I don't know. That's that right. is that is pretty much right. Yeah, okay. but. Well done for remembering. Yeah, shall, I, shall I just do a brief explanation of this film for no one, for anyone yeah. who has not seen it? Yeah. Which obviously, if you've not seen it, there are going to be spoilers for this mm. film throughout. For all those people with blind might, bulbs might, on, watching it yeah. wrong. <laughs> watching it wrong. We might, we may have done it. We may have spoiled it already. So I'm sorry about that. I'll put it yeah, in the so, title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so Bird Box, yeah. 20, a 2018 post-apocalyptic drama thriller directed by Susan Beyer. Um, based on the 2014 novel of the same name. Um, the film follows a woman, played by Sandra Bullock, who, along with a pair of children, dubbed boy and girl, football, must make it through <laughs> a forest and a river, blindfolded to avoid supernatural entities, which call, cause people to see that, who, cause people who see them to die by suicide. Okay. Yeah. So who we got? We've got Sandra Bullock playing Mallory. In the book, she's 20 years old. In... Oh. Film, she's Michael Jackson. We've got Trevante Rhodes, <laughs> who I know is the, Rhodes. is the gay gangster from Moonlight. The gay gangster, he's also in The Predator. Also in The Predator, as a gay gangster. We've got John Malkovich yeah. is the Trump voter. Yep, uh, the Trump voter slash um, cynical man who's probably quite right about a lot of things. Yeah, you shouldn't open the door. Sarah no. Paulson, taking yep. a break from American Horror Story, and she's like, I'm going to do a film. She plays... Uh, a sister, <laughs> a sister. She does. Yeah. Uh, who else we got? Rose. We got like we got like character actors making up like a big part of the rest of the supporting cast. So we yeah. got like Jackie Weaver, who I think is Australian, but she's in load of shit. Um, Lil Ray Howery, who is in Get Out. 
um, as like the best friend dude. He's like a novelist in this, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah he's like apocalyptic. <clears throat> yeah, but he, he he works in a supermarket, doesn't he? Just oh, yeah. loves yeah, conspiracy yeah. theory. Yeah. B D Wong, who is in like Jurassic Park and stuff, he's pretty good. Rosa yeah. Salazar, who plays Alita, Battle Angel Alita, in that film that's coming out. Oh, right. Is she in? Oh, it's her, is it? Oh, you'd, you'd never know. No, you'd never know. Yeah. yeah. And a Machine Gun Kelly, um, which is probably the most pointless cast who, If you didn't know, of who, all time. Uh, is a rapper who's got beef with Eminem, which, uh, yeah. which I just know because I'm cultured. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Me, me too, mate. <laughs> okay. So, we start off with Mallory telling her kids... Put his blindfolds on, boy, girl. Put the blindfolds on, um, because if you take them off, you're gonna die. We're gonna go on a boat, boat little trip, pedalos in the river. We're gonna go, yeah. and we're gonna go somewhere. Yeah, um, basically, these kids are really young, so it's almost yeah. like whatever you tell them, are they gonna listen? I know she's like put proper drumming into them, where she's like, if you take it off, you'll die. If yeah. you don't listen to what I say, you'll die. Um, yeah. All this stuff, but they're really young, these kids. Yeah, and I don't know why. I don't know why you just call them boy and girl. Because that's just as much effort as calling them Tom and Dick. Not Tom and Dick. Tom and Jane or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think I mean it's trying to I don't know what how it's how it's explained in the book, but I kinda of got it to a point where her number one goal is survival. Yeah. And almost by by giving them names, she's almost becoming a little bit too too attached to them. Too attached to them. Yeah. When really if her number one goal is survival, yeah. she needs to be able to just like fuck them off at the that literally any moment. She, what her number one goal is survival for her? Do you mean? Well, it seems like it, isn't it? Otherwise, she, if it was survival for yeah. the kids as well, surely she she would have given them names. Yeah, but why didn't why didn't why didn't they get her then to call her mother? Uh, no, no, what woman? Lass, like yeah. Why didn't get Mallory? Her yeah, you call me by my happened. real name, <laughs> but you yeah. guys, you don't get my that. name's Mallory. You you're one, you're two. One, one and two. But um, so. Then we cut. We kind of cut back, and <coughs> we have Mallory. She's pregnant with an unknown number of kids in her belly. Um, her sister Sarah Paulson takes her to uh, the midwife. They're gonna have a check under hood, make sure it's all appropriate. Chip shape. <laughs> yeah, you've got a couple of kids, and well, just one kid actually in there. Um, yeah. And then on the way home after the seeing the nurse, the Shit hits the fan, and people yeah. just suddenly start killing themselves, and they don't know why. Their eyes just... go like what would you call it, like fractals in their eyes or something. Yeah, their eyes just go messed up, like they've yeah. got pink eye. Yeah, uh, someone starts smashing their head into a window, where people are just like going ape shit. Yeah, um, and we did. There was a news story like earlier where Mallory sort of oh, sees, yeah. um, you know, there were mass suicides in in Russia, Russia or yeah. some other some other shit. I mean, it's all going down. Um, but yeah, so then, so then the, the carnage happens. There's one bit that did kind of not freak me out, but I did think that visually it's kind of haunting. Was where there's a woman, um, and then she thinks she's talking to someone, and then like she gets in a there's a car on fire and she just climbs inside as if it's, climbs in it and sits nothing. down. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty pretty horrific image. That's pretty brutal, but at the same time you're like you stupid bitch. Yeah. <laughs> did no one ever tell you not to sit in? Cars that are on fire. If a car's on fire, don't sit in the passenger seat. Yeah, they don't put that it's on. Bloody warm in here. Health and safety in it. They're gonna have to put a sign on cars now. Don't sit in if on fire. If on fire, get out. <laughs> if full of water, get out. Yeah. 
if Crush is the side of side of a tin can, get out of it if you can. Yeah, just get out unless you need unless it's all normal unless it's full of air. Um, but <laughs> so anyway, she crashes. Her sister Sarah Paulson, uh, she's like knocking around in the back, like messing with the seat belts, or she's got a can of tires that she's not told anyone about in the back. And it's rolling around, fizzing <laughs> up, and she's like devastated. She's like, yeah. "Oh no, my tizer!" She's I hate it when it goes flat. Giving it a tap on the on the lid before she opens it. And, yep. But Sarah Paulson's driving, and of course she sees the someone on DeviantArt.com. Oh, sees Mr. Blobby. <laughs> sees Mr. Blobby running towards her. Yeah. <laughs> sees, but it's not him that does it. It's Noel Edmonds. He's stood further away. Yeah. And then, and then her eyes go, and then she goes. What is she? I think she just just turns crashes. the car off and crashes. Yeah. She crashes the car, but I think she just turn, turns the wheel, and just like the car just flips and yeah 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 Yeah, pretty messed up so and then mallory and her both get out of the out of the wreckage everything's sort of on fire around them Um, people are running people are diving in front of vehicles it's all it's all going down someone's giving himself a chinese burn (laughs) someone's giving himself a chinese burn the other one other person is um poking themselves in the eye over and over again and they got false nails on horrible Uh, yeah yeah Flicking yeah, the nipples. Another one, another one, t- t- twister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- twister. Oh, bloody! That's painful. Yeah. That is. Just got his t-shirt rolled up and he's slapping his belly really hard. It's got like yeah. pink hand marks all over the belly. Another person uh, <laughs> just takes it too far and steps in front of a truck, killing herself. Oh yeah, that's a that's pretty good one. Yeah, that's a quick. Yeah, um, everyone else is kind of like going, just being a bit silly with it, but she decides to yeah. just take it too far and get flattened. But uh, Mallory, Mallory sees this happen. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, that's silly, they shouldn't be doing that. And then she finds a house and she goes inside and it's um, full of people and they, all, they lock themselves in at the last minute. Um, Travante, uh, I think is the person, he knows that if you look at something, whatever it is out there, then you'll die. Right? Yeah. He's the one who knows. So they, they, close, <laughs> they close the door, there's about 10 of them inside this house, maybe less. They close all the blinds, I don't know, they turn everything off. Um <clears throat> Yeah, it's a real ragtag group of people. You're like, I wonder yeah. how they came together. Just everyone just came up and knocked on the door. It's like someone walked in and said, uh, I'm doing an equal ops. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> you're you're yeah. all, all accounted for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool. Got nice one. Gay, well, gay Asian, gangster, white gangster. Yep. Uh, gay Asian, white gangster, um, Trump voter. Trump voter. Yep. Um, Latina. Yeah. Mallory. Uh, pre- pregnant pregnant woman. woman. Two pregnant women. Two pregnant women, one of which is overweight or just pregnant. Uh, yeah, that's that's all you need. Anyone disabled? Uh, I guess they're all kind of blind, aren't they? In this, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Covers the bases. Um, yeah, so they're all there. Uh, and then I think they have some arguments. Um, what's his name? Joe Malkovich's character is is head dickhead. He's the one that we're not supposed to like. He's he's head he's head dickhead, but at the same time. Mm. I mean, he's pretty much got it set. Where he's he is like, kind of right. Let- Apart from like, I don't think he ever explicitly says that he voted for Trump, but it's implied. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think John Markovich's face is strange these days, isn't it? His voice is strange. He's a very strange person. Yeah, but I don't know. Someone about him, he just looks completely different now. I know I, he's old. I feel like you could swap him with Christopher Walken in pretty much any role, and it would still kind of, because they're both oddball white people you could combine the two and like chris walkovich chris walkovich because they've got the odd voices they're kind of odd people and they they fit that wild card sort of uh card they're the kind of people when they turn up in a film when they turn up in a film i I, I sit up and take notice a little bit 
yeah. go, oh, hello. Ooh, yeah. Maybe that's because I haven't seen many films where John Markovich has a bad role in it. I'm sure there are plenty. I'm sure there are absolutely loads. Cyrus the Virus, is, he pretty much nailed it. He nailed it as John Malkovich and being John Malkovich. Yeah, of course Spot he did, on. yeah. yeah. Well, I think Cyrus the Virus is a banging character. Because he was born for that role. Yeah, well, Cyrus the Virus as well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so there's a lot, I don't know what happened to this. So there's a lot of people are sort of confused and angry. The the writer guy, what's his name again? Um, he said, I've been writing a post-apocalyptic novel. Charlie, good. I think his name is. Charlie. Um, he so says, he seems to think he's like demons, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, the the gay Asian guy. Sorry, I forgot his name. <laughs> Just has to give everyone like gay Asian. <laughs> the gay Asian guy. Um, <laughs> he had the plan. That he's going to watch the security footage, and he shouldn't get. Shouldn't nothing should happen to him because he's not watching. He's not seeing it in real time with his real eyes. But yep. they tie him up. They all go downstairs, and then. He watches it for a little bit, but then he just starts bashing his head against the the floor or something. Yeah, why does he want to look at the demon again? Just to have a look at see what it is. I think just to see if they could, if it works, then they could like take a camera and sort of hide their faces and use that instead yeah. to get around. Um, there's a What's, big go on. What I don't understand. What sorry. What, what, one bit I don't kind of understand is that if you don't look at it, yeah, can it can it not hurt you in any way? Yeah, yeah. It can't hurt you at all. It can. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, ninety-six percent replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a thirty-night guarantee. Plus, get fifteen percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. No. Fucking easy, isn't it? This is easy. This is one film I'd be alright in. It's weird because it's like, just don't look. I mean, they did add the thing in this film where it's like, oh, there's crazy people and they, they try and make you look. Yeah, but, yeah. So was that was that in the book? No. No no crazy people in the book. Okay. They try and make it made you look. But I mean, I don't know. Even if we're in blindfolds, no one like doesn't look down <laughs> through yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Cheating. Um, also, when you look, when you got a really thin blindfold, like a silky scarf, and yeah. you can kind of see half through it. Does that count? Yeah, I don't know. So, 
there's a thing in the f- book as well, which they they didn't do this. I can see why, but it it was really well in the book where they have guide dogs. They have these guide dogs, and they go to this the corner shop or the supermarket, which they're doing this, but without the dogs. Corner um, shop, and they're taking these dogs, and they don't know how dogs will react to it. But then, as you can't see anything, they let go of one of the dogs, and they hear the dog like going crazy, and he's, the way Josh Manaman describes the the mouth opening too far, and it's it's more like mm. horrific in that sense of like it it makes you feel like there's body horror happening. There's like changes in. Yeah, in biology and stuff. You can hear it, and yeah. you can probably smell it. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yes, yeah, I don't know. Something about the film. so the film adds a whole zombie sort of thing as well. So they they all go to the supermarket in a blacked out car, pimped out ride. Yeah, and then they get they get to the supermarket. Again, why does it? So. Why do so many of them go as well? It's one of those things where it's like, right, we're three of us going to go to the supermarket, and we're going to go like eight of us. Yeah, <laughs> all of us. Yeah, well, everyone wants to get out of the house. I guess probably stinks a bit. <laughs> Um, so they get to they get to the supermarket and they hear a guy in the back and they, one of them says, "How is he still alive? It's been however long." So I think so. Is there a zombie sort of thing element to this as well? well you guess this guy's like in a supermarket, right? So but he's in the like the yeah. I guess maybe he's got like in the in the warehouse bit of it or something. I don't know. Maybe he's, he's eating some chicken nuggets back there. Eating some crackers. You can only yeah. eat like one or two without a drink, and then that's why he's angry. Yeah. <laughs> he's fuming. Yeah, he's just like bloody Jacob's cream crackers. <laughs> Why do they call them cream crackers? They're like not creamy. <laughs> I mean, that's a question for eleven day. I think. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, but this 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 stuff when they're driving to the supermarket with like the GPS, like the proximity sensors and the GPS, like it just it feels a bit silly, doesn't it? You're like, hmm. there's literally cars everywhere. Yeah, and they get there, you know, pretty easily. And I, I think the the way that they're trying to build up the tension here, where like. The sensors are going off all around them. There's someone on top of the car, and then this and that, and then suddenly someone wants to get out of the car. Oh fuck! There's a getting out of the car. Yeah, I don't know. I just find it a bit forced. Again, and and this is I hate saying this all the time, but in the book, they they do that a lot better. How they explain how slow they're going and he's nudging it forward, <coughs> sort of thing. But I don't know what, what can you do. They get to the supermarket, and then there's a guy knocking in the back. He's got a mouth full of crackers, and then he go, "How oh, is he still alive?" And then they open the door and he's like saying, Oh, you should see. I want you to see. Yeah. He's a crazy person who wants to show, wants people to open their eyes to look at the thing. But then I think that doesn't really add up to what they say later in the film where they say the people can see if they're already crazy. This is just a stop boy, right? Yeah. He's not already crazy. <clears throat> Maybe he was. Yeah. Maybe he was. Yeah. Just a stock boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they mean everyone who's already crazy. I think like it just affects some people differently. I know some. So there were some people okay. from like a mental hospital who got away, yeah. who escaped, and they ended up turning into these weird, sort of um, you know, weird guys. Yeah. But some some other people, it kind of just affects in a different way because there was like that the English dude as well. Yeah. Maybe their brains are just wired a little bit differently. So when they see it, they're kind of a bit like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, the novelist. Guy saves the day by running into his mate, the stock boy, and the cracker. Yeah, and then he um dies. There's and there's a bit yeah. like later on, like um, because I had to watch this two goes because I watched it way too late one night and drifted off around here. And then when I woke up, um, Rosa Salazar and the white rapper yeah. were gone, and I thought, oh man, I must have missed some tasty. 
no. death, death action. So I watched no. it again, and they just they just they just just not there one day. It just says that they just took the car and got the fuck out of there. Yeah, which are, you kind of think maybe they'll turn up again later, but they don't. No, no. It's literally like they just ran out of time. They ran out of anything for them to do, and they just went, "Look, guys, I don't want to keep you around on set anymore." I know, I know you got beef with Eminem, and you got things on as well, love. Yeah, just go home, and we'll just yeah. it, that. That is how somebody gets written out of a soap when yeah, they die yeah. in real life. It took <laughs> the car and just left. It happens to um, Danny Masterton in The Ranch. You know the guy from that seventy show who plays okay. Hyde because he got some rape charges or yeah. something, some accusations. Okay. And then he, the next episode, he was like, "Yeah, he's he's dead." <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean unfortunately for for, for his family he's he's, he's dead all oh, right oh my god are we gonna go to his funeral nah uh, dead <laughs> he's not dead mind. um and then what's his name charlie and two guys and no two two no, guys one cup <laughs> two and a half guys two and a half blokes charlie yeah. sheen yeah charlie sheen they did that with him as well right because he uh, said he wrote the. I don't know. Something happened. I think he did a Joe Tribbiani. He said he like wrote the scenes or something, improvised yeah. them, and the writers wrote him off as some d- death thing. He just went to see you later, yeah. Charlie Sheen. But he's got tiger blood and he's dead. But yeah, so this like they just disappear, and then I watched this twice and didn't get any satisfaction. Um, <coughs> but then, uh, so it ticks along, and a new guy turns up. Who's the English guy? Um, he's from In the Loop. Have you ever watched that film? Yeah, yeah, he is from In the Loop, and yeah, so yeah. he's a, he's, a, he's a sort of like a character actor who appears in comedy. We yeah. probably should explain that at the same time as this storyline is going on, yeah. there's also a parallel storyline which is like five years in the future, which is where Mallory is trying to get these kids somewhere, um, and they're like on a river, yeah, and they're in a forest. And shit. Um, I don't know. I could have done with a film of just that. To be fair, I think that would be more interesting. But I also don't know what what would happen. Like what you could have happen. What was it stuff. like in the book? Was it like just one? No, it's pretty much the same as this. So it cut back and forth and in very much the same way. Yeah. Um, and like in the present day stuff, they did the same thing. There was a guy in the river <laughs> that was trying to that was trying to tell it was okay now that she could take a yeah. blindfold off. But you don't see that. Whereas in this, you you see a guy, and it's like, oh, okay, so there is a guy. But in the book, it's completely left open, so they don't know who that voice belongs yeah. to. They don't. So it could have, have been. No it could have been, yeah, yeah. been the, the, the the well. We say creatures, but I mean, we pretty much don't know. Yeah, yeah. What they are? The guts. Would entities? The guffs? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So. <clears throat> so she's doing quite well. They're going down the river. Guy from another loop turns up, and he is. So he says, "Oh yeah, so I was at a mental institution. I'm not a crazy one. Everyone else was, and they, they all saw the thing, and it didn't affect them. So they're and they were trying to get me to look. So then you got like a, a threat, and they say they're going to come, they're going to get me. But then in the book, okay, so he was wasn't crazy. He was just nihilistic. He was like to the point where doesn't matter. Just get like get it over with, sort of thing. Yeah." Uh, yeah, so I mean, this is one where John Markovich is like, he's he's a nutter. We're not having him in there, and every and everyone kind of turns on John Markovich, locks him in the garage, mugs him right off. 
Yeah. And then obviously as time progresses, we realize that this guy wasn't that or after all, and he just starts ripping paper off the bloody windows. Yeah. And he's like the mind of a toddler. Mind of a toddler. Everybody's got to go and have a look. Let's and at play. the same time, at the same time, there is we yeah. we forgot to say this, but there is another character called Olympia who is also pregnant. Who goes goes into labor. Who's also pregnant, and she goes into labor around about this time. Yeah. So Mallory is obviously helping her give birth, you know, because the the old pregos have uh, joined forces essentially. You know, they're best mates, best buds. Hmm. Um, but while while the birth is happening, this guy's walking around, you know. Basically fucking everyone up and making them look at the yeah or, horrible shit outside. Yeah, uh, so <clears throat> it all comes to a head when they start. They both go into labour at the same time. They've synchronised births. Do they do synchronised labour? Is it? It's oh a... yeah, they do do synchronised labour, don't they? What's all so. that about? That is a bit that weird. Happen? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It's not like when when women have women have a period and they That's... live in the same house as each other and they kind of <laughs> they kind of sync. That happens. It's not the same though with having a baby, that? unless that is... this is like the <laughs> ultimate ultimate coincidence. That like she's gone. Over. Oh my waters are just broken. She's gone. Oh my god, me too. High five. Yeah, That's, they're not like periods. That's not how it works. But exactly. well, who's to say, Luke? To I mean, say... me and you, me and you might not be as well versed in, in, in womanhood as we think we are. Yeah. I'm going to Google it, and then I will be versed. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's weird. So, uh, as a given birth, Crazy Man suddenly loses it, and he... What does he do? So he uh, knocks out Trevante with a, a can of tuna, and he goes upstairs, and then he, he's like saying, can I look at your baby? She's very nice. And then yeah, he does look at the baby, and then he starts taking down signs, uh, yeah. taking down wallpaper and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, redecorating the whole house. Then everybody looking and grabbing people's face. Yeah, he's, he's just changing rooms. <laughs> I think that's Grime Force. I think that's the tune for Grime Force. Got mixed up then. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then he forces Olympia to look and she's still got a baby in her hand and she looks like she's going to maybe do something horrible to the baby, but then Mallory gets the baby off of her and she yeah. just runs and jumps out a window. Her eyes like, crack because she sees yeah. the thing and then Mallory starts shattering to give her the baby and her eyes kind of suck in just a little bit. <laughs> Like she's just oh, like yeah. trying to hold it together. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she jumps out the window. Who else? Older woman, Jackie Weaver, gets a pair of scissors and starts stabbing herself in the neck. That's not too nice. Yeah, that's pretty horrible. John Malkovich what, comes. What, in... <clears throat> what do you feel like you'd see? Like if if you looked out the window and you saw what was essentially your worst nightmare and it made you kill yourself. I think that's a weird question. <laughs> that's a weird question. I, I, think I, know, I think I know what mine would be. I don't know. What mine would be. be that that new Fantastic Four film, right? Fantastic, uh, Fantastic, yeah. and they've gone. Oh, we're making a sequel to it, and it'd just be a new story of that <laughs> floating in the thing, and I'd be like, ah! <laughs> and Doctor Doom is like a blo- is like a vlogger. <laughs> yeah, we've reimagined Doctor Doom as a vlogger, and Fantastic Four. One of them's a YouTuber. One yeah. of them like opens toys. Reed Richards is the social media manager. Reed Richards, yeah, social media manager, totally and, yeah. and Sue, Susan Richards is like um, she's selling detox teas on Instagram. Yeah. Ah! Dead. Ben Grimm is a professional Satsuma peeler. <laughs> <laughs> he can break into the hardest shell, but not his I like own. That, though. Yeah. I like that. I'd, yeah. I'd enjoy that if he was a professional Satsuma. Professional peeler. nutcracker. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe um, I was going to say something. It's like flippant, like yeah, this is flippant. 
iron brew like there's no good and they were going to get rid of iron brew they were never gonna that be. nearly happened and then he went no but now the, the original one's called iron brew super or something like that um i don't know i'd have to give it some thought but i think something horrible. it'd be something horrible i think it'd probably be something horrible <laughs> something to mug you right off yeah one one day um, bold. Got... Oh no, it's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, happened bold. already. Yeah, bold. Um, or one day you you come online to do a horror hangout podcast and you yeah. realise the latest episode's already been uploaded and me with a new guy called <laughs> Duke Lee Lee <laughs> Lee Quandor, <laughs> and he's got a luscious head of hair. Like... He's, he's, got, <laughs> he's got a luscious head of hair, and his hot takes are scalding so hot. hot. Yeah. And you he's... start watching it, and I'm laughing more than I've ever laughed during this episode. <laughs> I'm he... literally bawling. Yeah, you have a little heart sack on screen. It's like <laughs> camp, but like... <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be like, ah, oh, fuck! And your eyes get... Yeah. That'd be it. And you'll smash your head on that wall behind right, you. My eyes, are they pixelating then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pixelated. Your eyes are getting That's pixelated. a good noise. Yeah. yeah. It's, this well, is all, it could this, happen. This is, all, yeah. this is all for the Bird Box <laughs> sequel. Why is this film called Bird Box? Just because you got okay. Bird... So this is this is uh, glossed over. So in the book, there's a big thing about how they find birds and they put them in a box and they realise these are like canaries in a mine. When things are around, yeah. the, the birds go crazy. But I think it's cool. also about uh, I don't know if it's a very well thought out metaphor, but it's about them in the house, I believe. But yeah, I, but I don't know. Uh, but this, yeah, it's kind of glossed over. Yeah, I just like to think that that's the name of the creatures, the bird boxes. The bird boxes, yeah, got it. The box. Um, so where we get to before old Lee Quandor reared his hair? Is it also like? Sorry, head. I'm getting. Is it also like you remember in Ghostbusters when they say whatever you think of will basically fuck you up? Drink is like that a little bit. As well. <laughs> marshmallow man, stay puffed marshmallow man, yeah, stay puffed marshmallow man, yeah. Whatever you think of will be your doom. Yeah, empty your mind, empty your mind. Don't think of anything. Don't think of anything. Oh, I thought the stay puffed marshmallow man. That's weird because it kind of set, it configures straight away depending on whatever your like random thought is. But if someone yeah. says, don't think of something, like I would have said, Marshmallow, I think that's a pretty good, if you want your evil creatures to be manifest, uh, like embodies anything, Marshmallow is a pretty good one. Yeah. Like, and he turns up, it's pretty horrible when he turns up, isn't it? I mean, because he's giant. Or like, or like a, one, one singular feather. Yeah. Just a single, <laughs> in the palm of your hand. In just, the palm of your hand. Just get yeah, rid but then of it'll, like, it'll like go down the back of your throat, so I'm like, you go, <laughs> and it'll kill you. Well, like it's it'll find, got, like, got it'll a life. Find it looks yeah. like it's flown on the wind, but it attacks Well, like, think of something you really like, <laughs> like uh, uh, Dolce de Leche, um, Hagen-Dazs ice cream. <laughs> like, yeah. It probably, it, it's going to drown me, but at the same time, it's bloody t- delicious. It tastes fantastic. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what you because... Would you rather keep the bad thing bad then? Because you're just going to ruin your memory of Dolph Zadesh. You're going to be dead Hagen anyway, aren't you? So I guess so. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be dead anyway. You're not. You're going to have time to think about that. Oh, but I could murder some Dolph Zadesh now, or better not. After that time, it killed me. My mind goes to Satsuma so often. You'd you'd think there's something wrong with me. <laughs> your like... brain, your brain is like your brain is the screensaver of your yeah. brain is Satsuma's. You sometimes it looks like I'm deep in thought, and I'm just thinking about like a Satsuma. Do you, do you even like? Do you even like Satsumas? I much? love them, but I don't have them very often. I used to have them a lot as a kid, and maybe there's like a smell. Like maybe a if smell you have them, maybe if you have them more, slowly you'll yeah I'll get, get back to normal. Maybe my my mind's telling me, look, you should eat more Satsumas. 
My mind is telling me no. But my body. <laughs> body's telling me yes. Eat a satsuma. Yeah, okay. I need to get some satsumas in me. Maybe some vitamin C deficiency. I might have scurvy. Oh, I, do you know how to know if you've got scurvy or not? It's when you're thinking about satsumas all the time. Yeah. That's when you've got scurvy. Yeah. That's what the doctor said. The general practitioner. <laughs> Where were we? Um, so... Yeah, so Mallory like, saves the babies, doesn't she? She goes, like, oh, babies. But then pretty much everyone else is dead, except for Mallory um, and what's his name? Travante. What's Travante. his name in this? Tom. Tom. Tom Mallory Vante. and Tom, they, they survive. The two little newborn babies survive, and then we go to five years later, which yeah. is like where the new storyline is set, but a little bit before that, just so we can sort of get our get our act together there. Yeah. So they're living in a house with the children. Mallory calls these kids boy and girl, and they hear like a transmission from some survivors saying, everything's okay. We've got a lovely community down river. Yeah. Come and come. But you'd be like... This is the thing. In these post-apocalyptic scenarios, right? Yeah. Outsiders are always bastards. Always. You would never, ever, <laughs> ever put out a, like a broadcast to say, any old twat, come and ju- live yeah. with us. You just buckle. Like, if you find somewhere door, nice. Don't open the door. Don't let anyone in. Don't. You'd, you'd learn your lesson in five yeah. years. Maybe yeah. in the first few months, you could understand. People are people are ignorant to his yeah. stuff. They're still trying to be human and yeah. do the right thing. Five years later, people are just going to be like, what's that? There's a six-year-old kid out there. Tell him a fuck off. Yeah. Or they'll be like, I'm going to eat it. I'll like, eat it, yeah. I won't eat that. Like, yeah. Like, it, I think give anywhere five years' time and it's Mad Max. Like, it doesn't take long to get to Mad Max. No. And I think I'd, I'd enjoy that. I'd let that happen sooner. I don't think a few I'd... weeks in, I'll be like, right, that's it. No. <laughs> We're not going, we, there's no going back now. There's yeah. no going back. I'm going full Mad Max. I'm getting Tina Turner. Like you see, like a Reddit post about how the global warming is 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 going to affect the world. Two hours later, you're spray painting your mouth and saying, "Witness me." Yeah, and exactly. It's, like, it's not you've got no witness. Years. <laughs> witness me. I'm getting a getting a quad bike and I'm just <laughs> putting massive sheets of metal on the side of it. What are you doing out there? Yeah, we get we get another heat wave in your. <laughs> Yeah. You haven't turned up to work God. today because you're, I don't know, setting up defences at the house. I'm putting C4 all around my house. <laughs> I'm putting mines in the front garden. Postman's dead. Yeah. You've put his, he severed, came, he head, came... put his severed head on a stick in the front garden. Yeah. And laid all his letters out in the front lawn. Yeah. Just to say, this is what happened to you. <laughs> if you come anywhere near my place. There's a kid eating a Solero outside, screaming their head off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Royal Mail van's on fire. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you what I do in a in a in a global warming Mad Max world. I would get so many ten p ice pops. I pretty much did this in the heat wave last time. We got. How would you keep? How would you keep them cold though? Because surely, like, it doesn't matter. I can drink them, drink them room temperature. <laughs> you you animal. Yeah. That's how I'd kill. That's how I'd kill myself. I eat loads of those because then. You, you get little cuts on your lips, but it tastes, it tastes <laughs> yeah, really good. Yeah, you were going to say that. <laughs> You'd eat 10 of them in a row, and basically your head would just fall, fall off. Yeah. Well, I don't know how I got these scars. You know, in hereditary, when you just hear that noise, it's me with like a yeah. <laughs> thing. Yeah. That looks pretty dodgy. Uh, so, <laughs> it's like I was double dicking. Um, double dicking. We've all done it. We've all done it, Luke. Okay, so yeah, so they get the um, the thing from some guy called Rick. 
He's like, come here. But as they were about to go there, Trivante, Tom Fonte, um, saves the day. Then he has yep. a, they have a pop, they have like a pop tarts that they find. Um, and he's teaching Mallory to not just call you kids, boy and girl. Uh, you know, you got to treat them like actual kids. You've got to be a mother, yep. not like a box. <laughs> Whatever yeah. you are. But he, yeah. he don't call, he's not dad to them, is he? Because like, really, she's no. only one of their mums. Yeah. And she's like the adopted mum. But he's not like, call me daddy. Yeah. He's like kept himself out of the scenario. They'd be like looking at the like... skin like... Well, <laughs> <laughs> well perhaps that's it, but you know. It's yeah. 28... It's 2023 20, at this point. You know, things have yeah, moved on since yeah. then. Every, pretty much everyone's dead. You can call anyone your dad. Yeah. Skin, it doesn't matter on the skin colour. Like, I'd call like a... A Satsuma, your dad, if you needed to. See, Satsumas are in your head. You should yep. probably top up on some bit C. Draw a face <laughs> on the Satsuma. Are you my new dad? It's one of those, you know, the things that are always outside of used car garages, like the blowing wind thing. Like you waving inflatable arm flailing tube, man. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, okay, like so, that. so they, they eat some Pop Tarts, and it's like it's Tom Vonte's last meal. So it's got to be a good one. Yeah. Um, so he's enjoying it. You know, it must be like what five five years old or something. This this pop tart. I don't know. Pop tarts go off. I don't know. We don't really have pop tarts in the UK, do we? We used to more than you know. I remember having them as a kid a lot. Used to, eh? But they're not really that good. They don't no. taste that nice. Um, so these are pop tarts, and a lot of these crazy people turn up, and they're like, "You should look at the thing because we've got guns and stuff. We'll, we'll shoot you." Yeah, I mean, um, these guys are pretty, like, they got some nice vehicles, they got some lovely yeah. weapons, and just going around making people look. It's just like, maybe that is the way to be in this in this scenario. Just yeah. have a look at it, it'll you're mess you up a bit, but, you know, you're alive, you're well, you're chilling out. You can join the, join the other team, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I reckon yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you've got kids of you, it might be a bit dodgy, but... This is not you, you're not doing anything, you're just making people look. Like... Yeah. They can kill themselves. You, you made you look. Have a look over there, then. Yeah. You never guess what. I would do that thing where you put your finger on their chest, and then they go oh. like, "What's that?" And you go, "Oh my god!" Absolutely. <laughs> you point Absolutely. to the yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. You point out there. <laughs> made you look. The finger, the finger on the chest thing. <laughs> I do that. I do that way too often. I, I reckon people people must hate me. I do it. I reckon I do it every day to someone. <laughs> oh, we've got a bit of gravy or something there. I'm like, Ugh! I think it's mainly because I do it. I do it to children. Children who are related uh, to me, okay. not, not to random children, <laughs> and I do that so much that it's become ingrained in my personality now. Okay, yeah. But like now, I just do it to anyone and everyone, and I love it because everyone falls for it. Yeah, I, I, I would fall I for would it. Be also, I wouldn't I would expect be, someone thirty no, exactly, you wouldn't. years old to do it. And I usually do it when someone has just eaten something or or is eating something. That's, eating a jam donut, I'd be like, oh my god, you got jam all down your top. Yeah, that's good tactic. Have I? <laughs> Do you mean so I'd, be really, I'd be really good as one of these guys that sounds like work. the noise that like in a Ren Stimpy cartoon where they pluck a hair yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I'd be really good as one of these evil infected survivors yeah you got some gravy up there <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so Ma- Mallory and the kids get away yeah um, but then Tom goes down I think he like swinging. takes a few of them out takes them all out but, but i think he gets doesn't he get like a yes in... we have to take his blindfold off to yeah, shoot right. i think so he kind of sacrifices himself and he mm. sees the thing he looks good with blue eyes i've got to say but his yeah. eyes turn blue <laughs> and then he he uh he blows his head off 
he blows his bloody head off. So Mary then, um, she takes the kids, boy and girl, further down the river. They crash. And then I think they're not too far from the Rick's house. Yeah. Um, but then you get one of those, those annoying things where she's like, she's lost, but she can hear voices in her head and there's like, a yeah. lot of wind and stuff. And it's just like, she has to overcome that, the voices in her head. I don't know. It, it doesn't really work for me. Um, just to overcome the, there's a part where they kind of like make it all about a relationship with the children. So they're a bit like, right, you need to now yeah. start treating them as your kids in order to save them. I um, think there is a bit in the book where fingers pull the blind, like the creatures around surrounding their boat. And as she feels something pulling the blind gently away from her, from her face. Yeah. I'm sure that happens. So there is a physicality to them. Yeah. It's just lost here because it just, it just doesn't feel like it feels no. like someone's surviving a windy day. Like it doesn't feel. I mean, that's why it reminds me of the happening in a way because obviously, oh, if you remember the happening, the yeah. there's a famous scene in the happening where they run from the wind. The wind is coming. Let's run from the wind. It's like hay fever. That's what I do, and pollen counts high. You just run from the wind. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's very similar in that way where it feels like the physics of the fret isn't all. It kind of isn't consistent enough that yeah. you understand the rules it yeah. kind of it kind of changes scene by scene based on how how they need to be in order for the main characters to then survive yeah so that's why it, it, it feels like an inconsistent threat and to me it didn't feel it loses the it threat it didn't feel scary you know i mean yeah. this is one thing that's been this been puzzling me a little bit is obviously this film has got a lot of positive publicity and a lot of people were saying this film's terrifying. People, could, yeah. you know, people can't sleep. People are like, it isn't scary. Like, no, Kat, Kat said it was scary. She found it, but she doesn't like horror films. I, I know, like, the fear of the unknown can be scary. Yeah, I yeah. know that because there's loads of there's loads of stuff where the fear of the unknown like really gets to me. Yeah, but this, I just, I just didn't, it, it didn't, didn't grab me in a way that perhaps it could have done. Yeah, just a bit annoyed by it. Come the end. Yeah, me too. And then. They they go um, <clears throat> they find uh, the the place where they're going to, and then we find out that Rick was really Rick Grimes this whole time. Yeah, <laughs> um, we died up and wait for you. So uh, he's um, a blind guy. It's a school for the blind, and there's tons of birds, and it's all everyone's super happy, way too happy to be living in that world. Yeah. Um, I mean, even if you're blind, which is perfect in this yeah. scenario, like life's still pretty shit. Yeah, because there's probably still people trying to get in and steal your yeah. stuff and kill you and yeah, you know what I mean. Ben, you I mean you're already, you know, last heat wave and you were killing postmen. Exactly. So you would have been right like, there before they even knew what was happening. I know it's a bit. It's a bit like it's one. It's again. It's one of those things. There's always this. Always exists in post-apocalyptic fiction. In mm. in, in in most in most books, um, there's always some sort of like utopia that exists yeah um that you know you need to get to 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 survive and live um what was it called in the land before time where they were traveling to do you remember this they're traveling to like an amazing place like an oasis or something right? like an oasis yeah it reminds me of that like yeah. everything's shit but then there's this lovely place that yeah. exists and everyone wants to get there but when you get there there's like 10 people who live there and they're all loving it it's like if it's so amazing everyone would be heading there yeah if they're putting out if these guys were putting out some sort of broadcast saying, Fires, "Listen, pamphlets. we've we've got yeah. a perfect place to live. Come there, everyone will be there." Yeah, that's how Bad it works. Guys, good and then, guys, and then when everyone goes there, they ruin it. 
they so ruin it. Yeah, you don't tell anyone. Yeah, they piss everywhere. <laughs> they don't clean up after themselves. They piss everywhere. Eat all the satsumas. None left. Yep. And everyone, everyone who lives there is blind. So I mean, it's a shit hole. Yeah. Dusty that... everywhere. <laughs> Living that blind guy in Big Brother. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that blind He's guy in Big Brother. R- really messy eater. They used. He to... ate, I don't know why he they ate showed. Like, he ate like a chili, didn't he? Yeah, did they have like all over his face, like his. Yeah. I think he imagine, ate a really imagine... hot chili, and it like changed his life. Like he could, he could. It made him see. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like he ate, and he was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and it's just like basically, it was like Daredevil, you know, when he could yeah. like see the see the uh, just the, the proximity with the sound and echoes. He's like, yeah. "Fuck!" Yeah. So he's <laughs> like um, Popeye, like he just eats some of this stuff, and he gets like superpowers. You yeah. Can see. Yeah. That's that was an interesting season of Big River. Um Good So that, that's how it ends. So I mean, um mm. it was okay. It was okay. But uh we need to do some trivia if you're ready for it. Oh yes. Do I need what? to be blindfolded during this trivia? Optional. Is it visual? <laughs> no. Is it optional. Optional. Yeah, okay. Right. Uh, number one. What is Mallory's first name? What's Mallory's first name? Yeah. I thought it was Mallory, but is it Michael? Michael Jackson? <laughs> it's It Bob. <coughs> What'd you say? It Bob. It Bob Mallory. <laughs> it doesn't really what? work, but. <laughs> what? <laughs> when, they were, when they were kids, the kids says Mallory really, really, really weird, really weird. And I thought she was saying Marley. <laughs> Marley. Bob Marley. Yeah, Bob Marley. <laughs> so I was oh, trying to, I was that, trying that, to do that, something. That was. Uh, that, went right, that yeah. went right from my head. <laughs> I don't know about yours. Yeah, I'm sure it did. Um, okay, number two. You got that right. Number yeah. two. When Mallory argues... Oh, yeah, so there's a point in the film where Mallory's arguing to Tom Vonsey that her kids, she says, when they grow up, they're, they're never going to grow up, they're never going to have friends. Is it because they're living in a post apocalyptic world where children are rare, or is it because she thinks that her children are dweebs and no one likes them? <laughs> it's got to be the latter. It's got to be. <laughs> Because they are kind of dweebs, aren't they? <laughs> they are. They don't even say morally right. I can't say morally. Morally. There's little dweebs. One of them falls in the river. I think, you idiot. <laughs> what a duck. Um, what a duck. Okay, number three. Uh, Josh Malaman wrote the rough draft of Bird Box before or after the release of the 2008 film, The Happening. Oh. Interesting. I'm going to say after. Uh, well, he says before, he said he wrote the first draft like okay. 16 years ago or something. Um, when he was on tour, he's a, he's, a, he's a singer in a rock band and they go on tour oh. a lot. Um, and he used to write the write all his novels longhand um, when they were driving on the tour bus. What band is he in? Do we know? No. Can't remember. I've listened to him a few times. They're all right. Uh, kind of... High fuzz, Strung. Fuzz, the band yeah. called The High Strung. Yeah. yeah. Like fuzz they're rock. all going on. Fuzz Rock. Um, there's there's a really novels, novellas, yeah. and a load of short stories. There's um, a really good documentary about Josh Malaman. It's like a homemade sort of YouTube theme, but it's it's really he it seems like a really cool guy generally. Um, and it is cool to see his work get out there to like a much much bigger audience because it does feel like he should be like he is a he's a bit of a rock star. Yeah, in the horror scene. Um, okay, number four. Uh, Sandra Bullock claimed that she was blindfolded, actually blindfolded, for how much of the shooting schedule? <clears throat> um, 
oh, well, I'm going to say like 50% because obviously in some of the some of the films she's not. I know she was actually blindfolded. I heard for like the entirety of mm. of like the shooting the blindfolded scenes. Yeah, I think I read that somewhere that she wouldn't take the blindfold off, and I think the director was like, "For fuck's sake!" I'm over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, so, so right. yeah. everyone, everyone, everyone on their on their markers. Uh, <laughs> Sandra, uh, Sandra, where's Sandra? I don't know. Fifty percent. Yeah, fifty percent. <laughs> She's there reading her lines down by the toilets. Fifty uh, percent. Yeah, it's true. So it was just the one eye. Uh, there was a deleted scene where we got the monster. Yes, there was a deleted scene where they actually showed the monster. True or false? I think that's true. I think I read that as well. But they said it was kind of ridiculous, and I don't think it tested very well with, like, I guess, test audiences or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so the, uh, Sandra Bullock described it as a green man with a horrific baby face, and she said, "We'll shoot the scene." And the guy turned to growl at her, and she couldn't stop laughing. She said, "It just looked like a long, fat baby." <laughs> Poor guy. <Yeah. laughs> the, the guy who's playing it, like they painted him green. He went, "This guy looks like a long, fat baby." Yeah, it's like it's just me, but I'm green. Like, give me a break. <laughs> You're some yeah. sort of long, fat baby man. Yeah, but um, yeah, man. So it's, you did well there. Well done. Uh, but now it's time to rate the film. Ah. Um. It's time to play. I'm, I'm, rate I'm that proper, film. I'm proper lukewarm on this. It's one of those where I think after I watched it, I was a bit like, yeah, that was all right. But then as I've given it more full, I do kind of feel a bit like, nah, nah. And it's kind of annoying me to, sort of the, to the extent that it's being, I mean, I'm sure the book's great, but I mean, mm. the film, the extent that people are sort of loving it is get, really getting it into mainstream culture. <laughs> yeah. And people are referring to it, everything. And I think it's kind of like an all right thriller with a, kind of okay premise but if this film came out 10 years ago then well or yeah. before the happening yeah then it'd be really unique but the fact that we've had that and then the, a quiet place and then even like it comes at night yeah. it'll feel very similar i mean so i'll give for a c plus i think i think yeah this film's got a couple of big problems in the fact that i can't watch it and not compare it to the book and also i can't wear it wear it <laughs> can't watch it and not compare it to uh quiet place and A Quiet Place yeah. was a really tense, well-directed film. Like, there's like loads of little things like that in that film. Where I think of, like the nail on the stairs, the pregnancy, the also the pregnancy scene where she's like hiding from the thing, um, and she's like yep. giving birth in the, in the bath. Yeah, this this film just never ever felt particularly tense to me. Like it no, felt no, very was... like soft TV, um, yeah, TV horror. As I think I mentioned before, um, because the fret was so inconsistent yeah i didn't i never i never i always thought they'll get out of this somehow i never thought god who's gonna die next oh how, how are they gonna go who yeah. are we gonna lose next it was kind of a bit like eh. and also people did actually just disappear like and it just became a bit of a yeah we're gonna do we'll lose a couple yeah. yeah so yeah i don't know I feel bad i wish it was better than i wish i enjoyed it more than i did but i give it a c yeah in the end yeah c c yeah. so are you so i'm going c plus and going more than you yeah, I'll go for a C as well then. Okay, don't be more than you. I don't think I liked it more than you. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I give it a C um, because they weren't allowed to in this film to see. Uh, no. yeah. But yeah. yeah, it works. It works on multiple levels. Uh, but next week we're going to jump into the list, the new list. I think it's ninety-eight on the list that we're jumping straight to. Yeah. 
So I think we'll we'll start linking the list so people can check out yeah. the films we're going to do. We'll put we'll probably put that in like the Facebook group or something soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. <coughs> so yeah. So after that, and I think we're going to watch Suspiria this month as well. The, yeah, it's out in a, a week or two, I think. It's out in a week or two. So as soon yeah. as we get the chance to see that, because that's one of the big ones I missed from 2018. It's a long one. Apparently, like two and a half hours. Oh. No. Um, oh. It's. <laughs> <laughs> it should be good though uh, yeah man uh, that's about all we've got time for today hope you enjoyed your podcast experience today what me? yeah oh yeah <laughs> always good uh, this show is brought to you by me and Ben and Hawk and Cleaver head over yep. to hawkandcleaver.com become a patron over at patreon.com <laughs> forward slash hawk and cleaver Thanks to Kovac Cowman for our theme music. Thanks to Acast for hosting the show. If you enjoyed the show, give us a five-star rating review on iTunes and remember, hit, remember to hit subscribe. Thanks to my co-host Ben for being a right or a dude. Thanks so much, Luke. It's been an absolute pleasure. You're very welcome. Right. All the best now. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.